All right, everybody, welcome into Sideline Spectator Season 2, Episode 11. Jake Smith, Drake Downs, Sam Kell. The gang is back together. I think it's been three weeks since we've been, or two weeks maybe, since we've all been together at one time. Uh, shout out to Drake. He had a kid, and he's married. So, boom. And he has a house. So, uh, Drake, you're three for three on hey, life. round of applause for Drake losing his B-card. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally, yes. Congrats on the sex. Like, you're... You've you've had sex at least one time confirmed, so that's that's big time. Um, but uh, boys, opening takes uh, this NFL season. Uh, this isn't my opening take, but I'm just kind of setting the stage. This NFL season is so insane. Like it, it just goes back to what I said last week. I think is that it, this season just makes no sense. Um, Sam, hot take or opening take, whatever you want to call it. What do you got? Fire Brandon Staley. Fire him yesterday, fire him the day before, fire him tomorrow, fire him today, fire Brandon Staley, bring me Sean Payton, and let's actually try to do something, because I am totally out on Brandon. What's, what's, uh, let's go Brandon. Let, let's go Brandon. God, that, that abysmal, up, up to, at the 45 yard, at the 48 yard line, and, you know, I, I'm for going for it on fourth down. I have been an advocate of him. You cannot go for, for, for it on fourth down there with Jacoby Brissett and no timeouts on the other side. He's going to have to go 85, 90 yards with a minute left with no timeouts. You can't do it. And then he defends it by saying, I trusted my defense. If you trust your defense, punt the ball. Punt the ball. Punt the ball. <laughs> God. we got The Browns have... Their last their last field goal attempts are they're like twenty two of twenty four in the past two or three seasons or I don't know I saw some stat they're like twenty two twenty two of twenty four the two misses came yesterday or Sunday wait we got totally lucky totally many, lucky do we know is there a stat I'm sure if if anybody's seen it you have is there a stat that like says how many times Brandon Staley has gone for it and like gotten it successfully? Like, what what's the percentage oh, on he, like the he, Chargers converting? The he gets it more times. He, he gets it more times than not. So it's over fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't care. So I would. So I would follow up and say, okay. So I would like to see. It, it's almost like you you'd have to like get into like some nerdy stats because like how many times are they successful from? their own territory versus the opponent's territory and then down in distance as well. Cause well, it was see, what fourth and two. Yeah. I did see a it? stat that said whenever he's gone for it on fourth and two, it's led to a touchdown, like 80 something percent of the time. So, like for the chargers. Yeah. It's something, something. And it's like, and it's, it hasn't resulted in a touchdown. It's resulted in a touchdown, like 15% of the, of the time or something like it's something stupid that totally justifies him doing it. Right. But it's, it's so it, punt the ball. I want this episode to be called punt the ball. Well, I, make, I make it punt the ball. How, how do, how do the nerds? Cause like most of that stuff is like, at least how I see it is analytical. Like what are the, you know, we hear coaches say that all the time. Like John Harbaugh uh, two weeks ago in week four, he said something about uh, the Ravens. Oh yeah. It was when the Ravens didn't kick the field goal and like they went for two, it was something like that. And he was like, well, the numbers said, and so it's like, th that's why I always call Brandon Staley a nerd because I feel like he looks at the spreadsheet more than like game flow. 
there's no way that the analytics, like that the spreadsheet said to go for it right there, right? I think it did. I think it did. did it, there's I, no I, way. I, I, I think it did. I don't know, but I think I saw somewhere. I think I saw somewhere that uh, it said it. But the problem with it is, okay, after analytics, you're playing without Keen Allen. Yeah, Mike Williams had a big day. Yeah, Eckler had a big day. But you throw a jump ball to Mike Williams. I just I hate that. I hate I hate it. 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 Punt the ball. We should have lost to the freaking Browns with Jacoby Brissett. We did run the we did run for like almost three hundred yards though. So 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 let me ask you a follow up then, and I want you to be totally honest with me. Yes. If they would have picked it up, what do you say? I still hate it. You hate still, the decision. Obviously, you like the outcome, but you hate the decision. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. Now, there was a call earlier in the game when it was fourth and two. On we could have kicked a field goal. It was fourth and two at like the twenty yard line or whatever. We went for it, or fourth and one or something like that. We 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 went for it and didn't get it. Fine with it. I think I think I think you got it. that game. You, you had to score touchdowns. You kind of game flow. I'm fine with it. Uh. But the fourth and two there with no timeouts, Jacoby Brissett on the other sideline. I mean, I just and I know we our corners our DBs kind of got ate up all day, but still, I don't. If if Jacoby Brissett's gonna take that ball ninety or however many sixty yards and kick game winning field goal range, then you Which don't deserve. He's, you don't he's deserve, not gonna do because he always chokes. I I texted you that like when the Browns yeah. were like quote-unquote, marching down the field like in their last uh, possession, and then he wound up throwing an interception or, or whatever he did. Like, before that, you know, you were nervous. You were like, you know, we're about to lose or whatever. I was yeah. like, no, Jacoby Myers or uh, Jacoby Brissett always chokes. Always. Crazy stat. Before that, this year, teams have been 22 of 22. Before that drive, 22 of 22 in the red zone scoring points against us this year. Before Whoa, that, before, holy smoke. 22 of 22 teams had scored points, and we got a pick. <laughs> they oh, had dropped wow. that stat like ten minutes before that. That's okay. Yeah, y'all got to do something on that defense because that that is wild. Yeah, uh, not not great. Drake, what do you got for your opening take, brother? Married man, father of one, Ramily. His Rams stinking blow chunks. Yeah. <laughs> Offensive linemen are the most important people on the field besides the quarterback. Yeah. I'm going to say that right now, and I'm realizing that with this team, if you do not have an offensive line, you do not have a chance. I, I truly believe that. I, I was watching I was watching more closely, and then it's obviously gotten worse with more concussions and third-string center and stuff like that. But, I mean, you can't do anything because you can't run the ball, and then it's hard to pass the ball when you have less than three seconds in the pocket, two seconds, whatever it is. Um so, yeah, wide receivers that are great and running backs that are great are all good and well and stuff like that, but they mean nothing without a good offensive line. Facts. Drake, do you think – I mean, kind of side note from the offensive line, because it is hard to tell. Like, running backs do not matter no. if you do not have an offensive line. There are very few, like, exceptions to the rule. But, Drake, do you think – like, your honest opinion – is Cam Akers or Henderson, which one of those two guys are a better running back? Because I, I'll go ahead and answer for me. I think Henderson's better. I agree. I really do. Like as a complete running back, I think Henderson's better than Cam Akers. Not saying not saying that they that like 
you know, it's a big deal that they play both of them. You know, I mean, they a- Akers obviously gets more touches and stuff. Like, it's not a big deal. But, like, if there was a RB1 on the depth chart, I would give it to Henderson personally. Uh, I think they run the ball about the same. Maybe Akers is slight, slightly just a tad bit better. But I do like how Daryl Henderson's also a threat in the passing game where yes, Cam Akers right. really isn't. Yeah. Um, so, I, would, I wouldn't mind that. But it's kind of like that traditional third down back, you know, he's coming in for a swing pass or, you know, we are passing the ball whenever you see Daryl Henderson coming in. Uh, and I've seen that more because I have bet like the over 24 and a half rushing yards for Daryl Henderson. Cause I would think he'd get some touches, but he's just, he's not, he comes in third down and we pass and then we punt. Like I see it every time. Um, so yeah, I would, I would like to see him get more touches, but it's hard to say that he's just the better running back because Cam Akers got the bigger body and the stronger um, but he definitely is a more versatile back. So, oh, I mean, we, I don't want to like ask too many questions because we'll obviously like do team talk and actually talk about the game. Um, like obviously aside from left tackle, what's the biggest hole then on that offensive line besides all of it? <laughs> Center. And center's got to be the smartest guy on the field, right? He's got to be the most knowledgeable uh, on the line for sure. Um, left tackle, you know, we it, it hurt whenever uh, Big Wit left. I think Rob Havenstein's sitting there struggling. He's he's been our right tackle uh, forever. Um, but I don't know. The guards are pretty important too because the edge rush just everybody's blowing past us. Um, can't get anything up the middle because your tackles, um, I don't, all of it, all of it, really. They're all so important. Um, but, you know, you got to protect the quarterback, but you got you to gotta be able to create gaps. You have to be able to move the ball down the field or give us a fighting chance to be able to let plays develop, and it's just not happening. And there, I don't – I feel bad for Stafford because I put a lot of criticism on him and he does make some terrible decisions. Yes, we know this, but when he does have time, we, he's proven that he can win. Right. Even with the turnovers, if he has time, he can figure out how to turn the ball over three times and still win yeah, the ball game, which is pretty in, pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, but you got to give the guy time. I mean, so I'm not putting I'm putting less than I'm putting less than 25 percent of Sunday's loss on Stafford. All right, so my opening take is – I'm, I'm going to tee this up for you guys. So this is like group participation right here. And I feel like this could be a good like a good five-minute five or so discussion right here because Sam's under some heat right now in the group chat. But – what and Sam, it's, it, it's not just what we're talking about in the group chat. Drake, we're talking about like Sam's Fantasy Football League. Um but boys, I want to po- pose a question, and and Sam, you can go first, or Drake doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, what makes a guy a guy? Like, what makes a guy the guy? And that could be head coaches, as in the University of Tennessee football volunteers, uh, which is what is being debated in our fantasy football group chat. Or for me personally, it could be. Is Mac Jones the guy? Is Bailey Zappi the guy? Are either one of them guys? What makes a guy a guy? 
Besides biggest... cock and balls, what makes what makes a guy and guy? <laughs> I was good. That was my original answer. Whenever you yeah, asked. exclude the anatomy of it. What makes a guy a guy? Well, my opinion on Hupel as of now is that he is not the guy, but he can. I think it's too soon. He's not the guy as of now because I've seen too many things that I don't like. But he can prove me wrong, obviously, going forward. Uh, like I said, I don't think I think we've seen enough out of Mac to to, to deem him not the guy. Bailey Zappi, I, we don't think we've seen enough to to deem him the guy. Also, in Mac's defense, his weapons kind of stink. Like I know you're a Patriots fan, but Jacoby Myers. Nelson Aguilar. Our receiving core is better than it was last year, and he has regressed. That's the problem. That's fair, but how good is he with a Mike Williams, Ken Allen, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell? He's significantly better. Well, it, of it, course. It's it's tough to – I feel like a lot of these quarterbacks, it's tough to kind of evaluate them with their supporting cast. Like – and so I'll give you an example of a quarterback that people think is good, that has good weapons, but I don't think is very good. Kyler Murray. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's oh, got I mean, a lot. He, of, he he's got sucks. tons of weapons around yeah, him, and he he's sucks. just not good. Yeah. Uh, an example of a bad QB that has no weapons. Uh, gosh, I didn't have this on. A bad point, QB with no weapons. No, a, a, a good Trevor Lawrence. Last Trevor year. Lawrence. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I'll I think, buy that. And I think he's young, so it's still tough to tell he's good, but I think he's good enough that you put him in a competent offense if, if he's not in Jacksonville, that he's – I mean, he's probably significant. He, he's, he's playing a lot better this year. They're still the Jags, but he's got a few more weapons this year, and he's playing a little bit better. So, I mean, uh, I need a better example than him. Uh, well, go back, go back to the coaching thing. Because that that's where that's where so like obviously nobody else is in this group chat, but the debate is you know is Hypel the guy or not basically in this group message, and there's obviously a crap ton of Tennessee fans in this group message that would you know go to the gallows for Josh Hypel. And so- I'm just not there yet because I've <sighs> Kiffin, Dooley, Butch, I I was all in on Butch. Butch did more than Hypel's done so far. I mean. And I know that we were in a dark, dark place when Hupel took over. And look, we're number six in the nation. I don't care about rankings. I care about – I mean, I care – at the end of the day, I care about results. And you, and some people are saying – you can argue that, okay, Tennessee is – you need to kind of be realistic. And cause Tennessee's not Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. They're not like that anymore. But And I'm aware of that. But Tennessee absolutely has the potential to be that, be that again. And to accept eight and four, nine and three, being ranked number six in the nation as, oh, let's—he's the guy. I just am not there yet. I—I I, I can't do that. Uh, I know Tennessee's been bad since pretty much I was two years old, uh, but I just—I don't know. I just, to me, I want to win a national championship, and I don't think he can get us there. I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong, and I will come out and admit I'm wrong. I've already come out and said that I do not think he's the guy. I think, and I think you can support Tennessee without thinking. I, I don't know who we're getting better than Hupel right now. Is my is also I don't think you fire him, but I don't think he's the guy to. He may be the guy to get us on the right track, and then somebody else come in and take over and kind of let this let this thing go. But 
I, I just don't know. I th we hyped. We everybody thought Butch was the guy. I mean, and that if we see how that we saw how that turned out. I mean, he had freaking the, one of the most sixteen. That sixteen team was freaking loaded with Kamara, Derek Barnett, Josh Dobbs, yeah, Jalen uh, Hurd, Jalen Hurd. I mean, Josh, Josh Malone. Malone yeah, uh, all those guys, and we just. I mean, so so Drake, before you go, because I want to stay on like this topic of, of Tennessee football, so. What I would say, I would say, me personally, I see both sides of the argument. Where who, who's two six zero in the in the group message that you're mainly arguing with? Is oh, that BJ? That's probably BJ. The national number. So yes. Yeah. So I see where he's coming from, but I also see where you're coming from. I would say I'm probably sixty percent on your side and forty percent on his yeah. because of this. It's the question that I posed at the very beginning. What makes a guy a guy? In terms of coaches, what makes a guy a guy? If you just want a guy that is just going to get you to 9-4, and four, you know, 10 and whatever, 10-2, and two, uh, yeah, 9-4, and four, whatever. Um, like, it just comes down to, okay, so what do you value in a guy? Do you just want somebody that's going to bring in money to the university? Do you want somebody that's going to get you close to that 10-win season but Ex not really break through to where you're competing for a Every national year. championship? You're in and you're out. So yeah. I came up with this because I was in traffic while this you know, group <laughs> message was going on, and so I yeah. was like reading through them, and I got to thinking to myself, to me, because I'm a brat, because like I, I grew up with the Patriots and, and, and all those Boston teams like just dominating like growing up, so it's like – to me, the guy is somebody that can get you to the mountaintop, correct? Yep. Like, that, that's that, what it is to that, me. That, that's where I'm coming from. In college football, there is literally a handful of head coaches that are the guys. It's yep. Nick Saban. It's Urban Meyer when he's Dab coaching. Dabo. It, Dabo, well, I mean, he hasn't been anything without Trevor Lawrence. But I, I get Sean what you're Watson. saying. Yeah. Uh, the day guy from uh from Ohio State because he's he still held that I think that's just a machine. He still held that he still held that like uh that that program up. All but he like, has to do is just not f up with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I mean for sure. But like, we only just named three or four guys right there. No, yeah, and I agree, and that that's what, and that's and and I understand everything BJ's saying. I agree. I I understand where he's at. But I think a partial of that is due Tennessee, – Tennessee and their fans have been beat down over the years. Beat down. Disappointment. 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 And it's awesome being relevant, somewhat relevant again. I mean, I agree. It's it's awesome. But I feel like people are so used to the being in the gutter that this is like their peak. And I'm like, this is not the peak. This is – and like I said, I under, and I don't think we're at the Alabama or anything like that yet. And BJ said, "This as a Tennessee fan these days, he this I think he and I quote as a Tennessee fan these days, and this is not might be word for word, but he's like, you want to have the nine and three, eight and four, ten and two, have that pretty much consistent every year, and hope to have a season like LSU had in nineteen. I disagree with that. I totally disagree with that because Ed O. Ed, Ed Ogeron was not a good coach. He caught lightning in a bottle with Joe Burrow. Good recruiter, yeah. And he caught lightning in a bottle with Joe Burrow, who did, 
didn't even get out of high school. He only got him because he got beat out by. And he lost. JT. He lost Joe Brady, like his offensive coordinator, and then like that was it for for the LSU program. Yeah, and so I I would rather. I don't know. I mean, am I, am I, Drake, I, I'm curious with Drake because Drake hates Tennessee. So I'm curious well, what he, I don't, what, I don't what he think, thinks. I, I, I see what BJ's saying. Like, he wants that sustainability. He wants what the, he st- wants. stability rather greater than going through the motions trying to get the guy. Because going, like my, my, pro, my problem is, is that wrapping it back to the Patriots is that with Cam Newton, we missed the playoffs, had a losing record, right? Yeah. Mac Jones comes in, takes us to the playoffs in his very first year, in his rookie year last year. Yeah. I never said once, like, he's the guy. Just because he got us to the playoffs. We got, like, we arguably the worst performance in a playoff game in NFL history last year. Or like our loss to the Bills. We didn't, they did, the Bills did not punt. So, but like, even so, if, if he doesn't win, right? Yeah. Like if he doesn't win, I can't sit here and pretend like he is the guy, because there's a million other quarterbacks that have never won anything but have been you know above average, and like you can't say that those guys are like the guy like Kirk Cousins. He's an above average quarterback. You guys would think that he's the greatest of all time, but he's never <sighs> won anything, right? But he is a he's a good quarterback. Like he is definitely above the league. The he's capable or whatever. He's capable like, of winning it all. I exactly. Think. But like, it's like you can't look at him and be like, "That's a guy right there." You just can't because he hasn't shown anything. Drake, what are your thoughts? What makes a guy a guy? You're a Vanderbilt fan. You know, you know more about <laughs> guys than anybody else. Right. I think um, to call Drake, him you have, a you, guy, you have you have the perfect example with going from Jared Goff, who I like, but you went from Jared Goff to you got a. You got a, a dude that people thought was a guy. He was a dude at that point, and now he's a guy. You know what I mean? And Matthew Stafford. There's yeah, a, lot, I mean, a lot of confusion if you're talking about, Well, I was going to say, if you're talking about coaches, you got to give somebody a chance. I mean, I think people's done more for Tennessee than any coach has done in a long time for Tennessee. And so I don't, so I don't see but how that, it's, it's fair it, to say that he's not the guy to get us there. I mean, you haven't even given the guy a chance. But is it – are we saying that because – and I'm not sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to hit on this. The bar is set so low, so low. I mean, yes. it, it's the, the, the floor. The bar is the floor. I mean, yeah. are we saying, okay, he's in his second season. He inherited a mess. He's got these boys rolling. who We haven't beat anybody good. We've, we've almost choked against a bad Florida team. And we railroaded a bad LSU team. We haven't done anything yet. Nothing. I mean, we've done. We've beat who we're supposed to be. A pit team. Hang a freaking banner. You beat Pitt. And I, I sound so negative, but I mean, I'm just. It's coming from a place of love and wanting the best for. Because Tennessee has so much potential. They got unlimited. They, they got unlimited money. Yeah. They recruited good when we were winning freaking four games. I mean, it, they are. It is a a beast that. When it's when it gets awoken by the right coach and everything like that, it's gonna be people are gonna hate Tennessee fans because they're Tennessee fans were obnoxious when we were winning four and five games. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we beat Alabama this weekend, oh god! I mean, we're we the most obnoxious fan base in the history if we're not already. So my question for you, Drake, is: Yes, he's done a good job, and I would admit he's done a good job, but. 
is it's too soon to say it might be too soon to say he's not the guy, but it's too soon to say he is the guy as well. Uh, I'm when I say he's not the guy, I'm saying he hasn't proven to me that he is the guy yet. That's not. And I've seen some things last year that I didn't like, but that's kind of where I'm coming from. So championship. Huh? Then I said, I agree with Jake though. You're not the guy until you win the national championship. Then you're the guy. Yeah, and I want him to prove to me that he can. That shows you can do it. Yes, that's what I want. That's what I want. Yes. I think Tennessee fans' unrealistic expectations every year of being in Alabama or Georgia is going to be their downfall because they're just not there anymore. You know what I mean? Right. And I agree we're not there, but we're not there. I don't think we're there right now, but I think we can get there. And I'm, and that's why I said in the yeah, group so you got to give a coach some time to get there. It's not going to happen every year or it's not going to happen overnight. Right. And my thing is, I don't expect, I don't want to win these games at Georgia and Alabama. I'm not, oh, I do want to win. I'm not saying that if he loses these games, he's not the guy. But I think if we're not competitive, this team is loaded. I think everybody can see this team is loaded. Defensively, they give up some they give up some yards, but they're really kind of, they're 17 they're 17 points a game right now allowing, which is pretty good. Uh and with an offense like this, that's all you want is a pretty good defense. But if we cannot be competitive this year against Alabama and Georgia, a Alabama and Georgia team who have shown flaws, they're very beatable both these yes, teams I think. I agree. I agree. Yes. If we cannot be competitive in both these games, I think that says more if we go ten and two and we get blown out in those two games, I think I'm concerned. If I'm a Tennessee fan, depending on how those blowouts happen, is that is that fair or unfair? No, that, totally. That's totally I, fair. Jay, like, Drake, Drake's Drake's what? unbiased, so I want to hear. I I, I, wanna, I know you're kind of, I mean, you're kind of like me, a Tennessee fan that's been beaten down, that's kind of been made yeah. to care a little bit less right. than what we should. No, I mean you can. People are okay with being mediocre in college because there's so many teams, right? Right. No one's ever okay in NFL just getting to the divisional round and being and losing. Yeah. So, like, if you're not trying to win a national championship, if you're not concerned that you're you're not getting there or you're not getting close or you're not making headway towards it, I think that's totally fair. But there, it's so normal to be like, well, we made a bowl game. Like, bowl games mean nothing. Like, yeah, to me. I agree. Yeah. Like, they're they're just. They're for sponsors, and that's it. Like, if you're yep. not making the national 100%. championship, like yep. – They're a money grab. Yes. Who cares? Yep. So, I think that's totally fair. I think that if you don't compete with these next two games, I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't think you fire Hupel or anything like that. No, I don't I don't I, think you fire him, but I think it's concern. Concern is there. You have to show that you belong in the top five, top six, or whatever, and these two teams are definitely beatable. All, all, the, top, all the top five, top six, top ten, No, there's no – beast this year so yeah i yeah. agree so and, and, and to 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 like take up for sam a little bit because we have like a crap ton of like university of tennessee football fans sam has said like in the group message that if hypel proves that he is the guy then then he'll admit it like that you yeah. know but he you have to see the proof which i think is more than fair like you have to see the proof so i just pulled it up while we were talking the most comparable like football program and it was the very first school I pulled up just because they popped in my mind because people are talking about them being back but just in a nutshell like it like you know I I look from 2016 till now and this team this program is relatively the same as the University of Tennessee Michigan that's the University of Texas oh I was there to say Michigan they've had They've had five and seven. They've had seven and six. They've had ten and four. They've had eight and five. 
they've had seven and three, and then they've had five and seven, and now we're at this year. So it's like you see the ups and downs, but you see like, oh, there's there's three, you know, three above five hundred uh, seasons, you know, in a year, and then oh, there's a ten win season right there, which UT hasn't had one of those in forever. I feel like, yeah. Um, so it's there's, like there's a and, big and, difference in saying he can be the guy and he is a guy because you're not correct. the guy until you win. He's not. Yes, he's not. But the But you guy can right now. be. Right. You have potential to be the guy, and I will admit he—he he, he is the potential to be the guy. I—I'll I, admit that there's potential there. Obviously, what if you can do what you did in two years, really not even full two years, then right. okay. But, but I've seen some things, game management, some head coaching, which everybody, every head coach has some question mark decisions. But we can we can get off this. I want to ask Drake one more question. So if you're Tennessee, you finish ten and two, you get blown out at home against Alabama and at Georgia. You finish ten and two. Say you win your bowl game, New Year's Six game, eleven and two. Are you concerned that in your year that you had this is the year? Like I said, you got a six year quarter, quarter six year quarterback. Next year you got a freshman coming in. Who knows if he's good or not? Uh, are you concerned? James. You cut out at the beginning. What'd you say? Re- rewind that, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, of course you're concerned because you can't win the big games. Okay, that that that, that and again, that's it goes my back to being content with the New York New Year Six every year. And it's like, if I'm a fan, I'm like, you know, I'm even a Vanderbilt fan. I'm like, well, that's awesome. Like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Until there's no reason to ask what's next. Yeah, and that's turns into let's do it again. That's the national championship, right? And that's just, I think a lot of people with Tennessee's been so bad, they're content with that, and that would be great. Don't get me wrong, but. I want to win. I want the Chargers to win a Super Bowl. I'm not content with the Chargers. If Chargers win the division this year and go and lose in the AFC Championship, I don't. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Like, who cares? And who cares? When I say, I think this year, if you make New Year's Six, if you go 11 and two, say you do get blown out, I think you are happy with the progress. Um, yes, absolutely. But then you have to say, all right, what's next? How do we get to the next level? How do we make the playoffs? How do we – and if you make the playoffs and you lose the first game, okay, how do we make national championship? You lose national championship. Okay, how do we win national – you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I don't to think – say what's next. And it's not that I want him fired if we go 11-2. and two. It's, Heck no, yeah. It, but if we go 11-2 and two this year, we're, we're one of the oldest teams in the SEC. Yeah. We're losing a lot of guys this year. We can't re- – we're not – like I said, we're not Alabama and Ohio State. We're not reloading. I mean, we're we're not. I mean, we might hit on some guys, up. but it's going from eleven to two to probably eight and four, maybe. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Brick, that, yeah, Brick by Brick, yeah, Butch. Yeah. yeah, so that that's I mean that's where I'm at. So it's, and I just think that people have become so beat down over the years. Just they're like, it's not that you're okay with me or mediocrity because eight and four is not really mediocre. But if we go eight and four every year, I think at the, at the University of Tennessee. Just like at the University of Texas, and there's like USC, Texas, yep. Tennessee, yep. Uh, schools that haven't been good recently as of late. Michigan, but yeah. Michigan, eight and four is not cutting it. No, eight, no. not eight and four, and nine and three is not not cutting it either. I mean, you got to be year in and year out if you want to stay, keep your jobs at these schools that have the potential. And like I said, I know we've been bad for twenty years. I know, but you have to be relevant every year in the top ten, fifteen. You, you can't have these eight and it four. Doesn't, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything unless you beat the big dogs. If yep. it's your like, recruits, you've had the time to settle in and um, bring your style of play, and then the locker room 
buys in and, and they're behind you and you're still eight and four, like this is your program. Like you have nothing to point a finger at. So yeah, I, I completely agree. Like you have to be a contender. I think contender is the word you're looking for contender every year yes. or else it's a failure. Yes, a- absolutely. Yeah. It's, it is crazy. Like I'll give it to Hyman. Like he's completely turned around what Tennessee yep. was two years ago. Yep. Like, I mean, the number one offense literally in the entire country. Which yeah, is and, like UT hasn't has UT ever been able to say that? Like has has at any not, point like UT had the number one offense in college football? So like or, what he's or been done, number six? When's the last yeah. time we were number six in the nation? I mean, but the thing is, if at the end we of the were, year we were eight and like weren't we like eight in two thousand sixteen? And like yeah. that's the highest ranking since like nineteen ninety eight, basically. Yeah, and the thing is, at the end of the season, if you don't, it's not that if you, it's not national championship or bust, but. It almost, it almost is. I mean, if you if you're if you got a loaded roster with no freaking powerhouses, it's almost like yeah, y'all could have had a chance that year, but you couldn't couldn't win the big games. All right, uh, let's boys team talk. Let's just speed through this because I, I don't got, I don't got much to say about the Chargers. So we, that's fine. We've taken we've taken up a lot of time on this. Sam, go ahead with your Chargers. Like what? What do you need to see, like from from here on out, from the Chargers, from Brandon Staley not being such a nerd? I mean, what, like, what is it? Run game looked good. Tackles looked good. Uh, Herbert looked good again. No turnovers. He only we ran for two hundred and fifty yards. I mean, didn't hit three hundred yards passing. No, he didn't. But we ran for two fifty, which is almost. I'm okay with him not having to throw the ball that much. Uh, Mike Williams looked good again, which is good to see. He's averaging like. Nine catches, 140 yards in away games this year, which is absolutely absurd. Uh, so credit him, even though I'm not a huge fan. Uh, defense only looked rough early on, but kind of only allowed Chubb 39 yards in the second half. So they kind of tightened up a little bit. Uh, I've already talked about Brandon Staley's decision. Uh, Lombardi still suspect at times. Had a couple good calls, though. But uh, like I said, it's the Browns without Deshaun. I'm not really moved by that win. Monday night against Broncos, had a chance to get four and two. I would love to blow them out, but history says that that will not be the case. When Peyton Manning's first year as a Bronco, they started off two and three, much like the Broncos are now. And Chargers were up twenty-four to nothing and ended up losing on Monday Night Football. So the script's already written, NFL. I'm on to you. <laughs> All right, Trey, what do you got for uh, for the Rams? Um, besides besides the offensive line, just right. Chunks. Like I said, not not much beyond that. I think we have to. You got to spice up the playbook a little bit. I, I've definitely seen the same playbook for the last six years, and then it doesn't take. It's the NFL. I mean, they're this is their job. This is their twenty four seven job. They they study, they study, and whenever you start winning Super Bowls, you start getting, you become a contender. You're obviously watched more under a microscope. Um, so we definitely have to put more things into the playbook, find a way to get Allen Robinson involved in this offense. Jesus, look at the meme I just sent you guys. Yeah, Matt, 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 Matt Stafford's uh, racist. Yes, he's a thousand so, percent racist. Uh, offensive line, um, it it makes me wonder about this F them pick things. Uh, the Super Bowl, worth it, I'll say that. But no good things come without serious sacrifice, and we're seeing that. Um, so if you aren't on the dynasty train and building like a Patriots type dynasty um, and you want just your one Super Bowl every 10 years, I think that that F them pick strategy is the way to go. But we're seeing 
the consequences or the downfall, the backside of that decision making. Uh, the run it back thing, like I was curious to see how possible that was, and it's showing that it's 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 very hard to win two Super Bowls in a row. It's very it's it, only three teams have ever done it. And um, and now we look like we may not even make the playoffs. It's crazy. If we weren't in such a bad division, we may not make the playoffs. But uh, n- not too much on the Rams game. I- I'd like to see improvements. I don't expect us to just absolutely turn it on and win the rest of the season. I don't expect that. I'm I'm thinking more like you know a nine and eight season at this rate, and uh, hopefully wild card and maybe a Cinderella story. But that's what my realistic outlook is on the season as of right now. Titans talk, Drake. I'm going to put you right back in the uh, in the driver's seat right here. Uh, the Titans barely sneak out a win against the Washington Commanders. Uh, I almost said the R word, so I almost apologize for that. Drake, what do you what do you have on the Titans? Uh, again, uh, Titans find a way to win. Um, so. Again, what do we always say? It's a W in the NFL. I will take it 10 times out of 10. Carson Wentz lost that game more than the Titans oh, won yeah. that game. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I'd like I, to uh, update my status on Carson Wentz. He sucks. Yeah, okay. Continue, Drake. Yeah, I mean, water's wet. Um, I'm not bought into the Titans. I saw it there, the power rankings. I think they were the 9 or 10 to PFF. Um, I don't think so because uh, the Vikings weren't in the top 10. Um, but the Titans were um, just finding ways to win games is is what they did last year. Now, none of their wins really were pretty besides blowing out the Bills and, and a couple more games. Um, they blew the Chiefs. Is that what it was last year? Yeah, they, they, beat, the Chief, they beat the, the Bills because Josh Allen slipped. It. The year before they blew the Bills out. But like I said, not many of the Titans' wins even last year were very beautiful, miraculous wins. So this is pretty on par for how the Titans win. Uh, And if it works for them, good. But I think you're going to have to show somebody – you're going to have to show more for me to have confidence moving towards the postseason. Uh, The New England Patriots took down the NFL's number one offense in the entire league. Blanked them. Blanked them. 29-0. Bailey Zappi, is he the guy going back to our first 20 minutes on this podcast – uh, probably not. I don't know. He might be better than Mac. Look, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. And and I don't know if you guys had this like thought in your your head, but this is like literally the talk of Boston Sports Radio the past two days. And, I mean, really going back to the Packers game, kind of. But like now that we see, you know, we actually got a full dose of Zappy with you know a full week of game prep against the league's worst defense. You know, I'll I'll give you that, but. The whole talk is, okay, so scenario, say say Mac is out next week too. Zappy wins again next week. He throws for two touchdowns, no picks, you know, protects the ball, throws for, you know, 220 yards, something like that, like something, you know, relatively good. Uh, and then Mac comes back. Like Mac's back from his injury. What do you do? Like Sam Drake, if you're Bill Belichick in that situation – what do you do? You're two and zero with Bailey Zappi, and Mac has sucked this year. What do you do? Do you ride the hot hand? What do you do if you're Mike McCarthy? If you're getting me, if you're getting me wins, Dak's got to Dak's got to play because you're paying him. But Mac yes, is on a rookie contract. Yes, I, don't, I think yeah. 
Do you if really care what they're getting paid? Oh, Jerry Jones does. Jerry Jones you better, is. you better bet Jerry Jones cares. Jerry Jones is going to put Dak Prescott in the start lineup. Yeah, the very okay. But what he if he? Back. Okay, but what if he goes in and loses? You still just you can't swallow your pride and say no. I just paid this. Jerry, buck. Jerry Jones, not Jerry, Jerry Jones. Yeah. Me, and that's yes, why the Cow- Drake, that's Drake, why the Cowboys will not be good. No, no. If, no, I am, if I'm the if coach, I'm the Patriots. Yes. Exactly. If I'm the if coach, you go two and zero, three and zero. Yeah. Keep going. Absolutely. If it's not broke, don't fix it. So, Sam, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think if Zappy wins, goes on a streak. You look, yeah, let, he let, wins. He wins the next the next game, and Matt comes back. What What do you do? So he's two and zero in his two starts. Two and zero against who? The Lions and the who? Lions and uh, oh shoot, I forgot who we play. Uh, I'll give it to you in a second. Um, we play the Browns at Cleveland. That'd be a decent win. Yeah, it's I mean on the they road. blow. It's on, it's on the road. Uh, but like I said, I think I think it's throw, I think it's tough. Two hundred twenty-five yards, two touchdowns, yeah, no picks. It depends on how he wins the game. Yes. Are are you just letting him throw the ball 10, 12 times a game and run the ball and winning that way? Oh, he threw twenty-one times this past week. How many he thought how many yards did he throw for? Uh, one. It was high one hundreds. Uh, he only had four incompletions. Bailey Zappi threw for 188 yards. Yeah, 17-21. That's pretty good. Uh, man, I think it's it's tough. It's I think you probably ride, ride it out. So here's the problem that I have. That nobody, on, like no caller in Boston Radio has, has said it, and I almost called in for the very first time yesterday and I've been listening to Boston Sports Radio for the past five years and today was almost my very first time calling in. Guys, we know Drake, Sam, we know how big of an ego like Bill Belichick has. He like he does not want to admit when he's wrong. He benched Malcolm Butler for an entire Super Bowl, right? So if he believes something, he's just gonna ride it out. Boys, if if he does that, like if Zappy wins two in a row and he just sits Mac down that would be admitting that he's wrong. They'll trade because him. he he drafted Mac Jones in the first round. Is Bill Belichick gonna sit down the 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 very first guy that he was like, okay, you know, this is the quote like Brady's a thousand percent gone. He's on a new team. This is the guy that's you know gonna take over this team for the next ten to fifteen years. That's what that pick said, right? Like, why else would you spend a first-round draft pick on a quarterback, right? And he fit – He Mac Jones fits exactly like what the Patriots do. So, like, it, it is a perfect fit. Like, it's a perfect marriage. But he would have to admit that he's wrong in order to, to start Bailey Zappi over Mac Jones. I don't think Bill Belichick can do that. I really don't. Like, I don't think that he's just going to be like, well, you know, Zappy's won two or three in a row, so you know we're just gonna go with him. The only time that he has done that, boys, is when Drew Bledsoe returned from his injury in week. Uh, that happened in week two, I think it was week five or six, and Brady had won all of his games. And Bill was just like, "Man, we're gonna stay. We're gonna stay with Tom and Sam." You know why? Like that doesn't contradict like itself is because. Drew Bledsoe wasn't a Belichick guy. Belichick didn't draft Bledsoe. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. like, well, I'm not really admitting that I'm wrong. Like, I drafted Tom Brady in the sixth round. 
Yeah. I didn't draft. I, I never drafted Drew Bledsoe. So it's like that was no skin off of his back. He was just like, you know what? I'm going with the hot hand. And it worked out, obviously. But this Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi thing is completely hey, different. Well, you have to both of them. So he yeah, like, but I mean, Zappi's a flyer, though. Fourth round pick, quarterback out of Western Kentucky. He was just like, ah, yeah, he threw for, you know, almost 6,000 yards. I'll, I'll take a flyer on him because Brian Hoyer is getting old. Like, he's like 90 years old. So it's like you need some kind of insurance policy. I mean, Belichick drafted, uh, he drafted plenty of guys under Brady. Matt Castle drafted Jimmy Garoppolo, drafted Jacoby Brissett. I mean, so like Bill has like done that before in the past just to get some depth piece, but it's just like, you know, it, those are two completely different situations. And so it's like, you know, Bledsoe wasn't, wasn't Bill's guy. Yeah. And he was fine with moving on from him, but Mac is theoretically Bill's guy. So that's where the big question comes in. Um, do I think that Zappy is the answer? Heck no. Like, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen – he just went up against the worst defense in the NFL. Like, well – and and they the offense only scored two offensive touchdowns. So, it's like, what can I say, you know, to, to justify me saying, like, Zappy is the guy? We don't know, but we'll see a lot from, from this Browns week, I think, which yeah. I don't know if Mac is going to return or not. Um the puck bucks and and falcons game uh that rough in the passer call is really the only thing that i had on that game um brady threw the ball like 50 plus times i i think i think the bucks are just like you know screw it. like we can't run the ball so like we're not even going to try anymore um that rough in the passer call was like that was insane but it was like so it was so like bad on twitter with people like bashing you know the the refs for like helping Brady out right there. First off, the game was over. Like, I, I just want to say that. But like, you know, it, NFL Twitter is like, oh, there's Brady getting all the calls and stuff. Like, it was happening so much, guys. And Sam, I know because I know who you are, and like me and you are relatively the same in terms of like spitefulness. That like I agreed with the call, like everybody's reaction initially saying that it was a bad call. But whenever mm -hmm. I started seeing everybody like going overboard with this is such a terrible call, like Brady gets all the calls. I was like, that, ah, you know what? It was the right call. Yeah. It was probably unnecessary. Like just to be spiteful, basically. Um, there were several roughing the passer yes. penalties this weekend, last night. And then the, I don't Draw. know if you saw the one. Do you see the chargers game one? Oh no. Uh, -uh. I sent to y'all look, go look, go look at it real quick. Uh, it was your your boy, uh, Drake, from the Rams. The uh, defensive tackle. Yes, I sent it to you. I sent it to y'all. You go, just scroll up a few. Not the one with the penis going into the vagina. Up, <laughs> up two of those. Boys, the things that Sam sends us is alarming. Sebastian Joseph Day barely pushes Brissett. Oh like, wow. That game, a first that was third down. Game a first down, they end up scoring a touchdown there. It ha it happened in the Pats and uh, Lions game as well, um, with yeah, Mac it, Wilson it's, against it's so Jared Goff. It is it is really bad. Um, but I I do want to say something though, for everybody that thinks that Brady gets all the calls, which he does, he gets he gets a, a decent amount of calls. Um, since 2010, boys. So this is a 12 year period. Since 2010, Tom Brady got a roughing the passer call on 2% of his sacks or hits. Not just sacks, not just hits, both combined, 
It's Guys, not the frequency, it's the, of, time, of, the timing. Out, it's out not the frequency, six, it's the no, timing. I, I agree. No, that, that was my second point. Uh, so you already said that. I don't have to say that. Boys, that is out of 91 qualified quarterbacks, he is 61st in roughing the passers. So, yes, like, and it has a lot to do with him getting rid of the ball quickly. Like, obviously, a guy that, get, that doesn't hold on the ball for very long isn't going to get hit a ton. So, like, I get that. But the fact that people think that Brady gets all these, like, roughing the passer calls, guys, he's been the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback. This is going on the third season. You know how many roughing the passer calls he's gotten? Anybody? How many? How many? One. Last year, week five. One roughing the passer call. Didn't get one in 2020, got one last year. And then this year, like, this past week was the very first time. Um, hey, quick Dre- question before we, before, yes. before we go. When it ter- in terms of pocket awareness, give your top three quarterbacks. Uh, are you talking about like mobility? Abo- 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 avoiding sacks. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. Okay. No, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and then Aaron Rodgers is like 3B basically. Well, yeah. I'm, lo- I'm looking for a – I'm Stafford is a, the most. Stafford is arguably one of the most sackable quarterbacks of all time. He can't move. Like I'm he, looking, he, I'm he looking for move. a stat. But anyways, Herbert's been pressured the second most this year, and has taken the le- least amount of sacks in the NFL. Okay, yeah, that's that's so, really good. Yeah, but I don't know if part of that is because of him just not getting rid of it. He, he's been getting rid of it quicker, or he been him being so big, he can just. Kind of get he away from huge. that and, and right. get it, but I saw that and I was like, him and Mahomes are probably some of the best right now that I've seen of of not taking a sack, doing whatever it takes to not take. And a I'm sack. sure, like I'm sure, like people that don't watch Tom Brady, like heard me say Tom Brady's name first and like both the lists that I just gave. Dude, Tom Brady's mobility, like in the pocket. Yes, he's like outside of the pocket if he's trying to run. He is like a glacier, basically. Yeah. Dude, in the pocket, he you can't touch him. Like, you really can't. It, it, it's yeah. insane. So the stat um, is, hold on real quick. Justin Herbert has been pressured 76 times this year, second most among all quarterbacks, and has the least sacks taken among all quarterbacks who have started five games. And that's with Rashawn Slater being out. He took yeah, zero yeah, sacks this right. weekend against Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett. Yeah. Uh, so that O-line like, is kind of flip, flipped from what Drake's dealing with right now. All right, so ballers and bums, uh, let's roll through this quick. Drake, your number one baller of the weekend. It always takes takes Drake a second because he's still muted for some reason. No, I'm not. Can okay, you hear there me? we go. Yep, we can hear you now. My first baller is going to be Patriots defense. I yep. love that. I yep. love that. Sam, what's yours? Gabriel Davis. All right, he- I had I had Josh Allen. Same thing. Same yeah, time. but Gabriel Davis's stat line, I think he had three catches, like 170 yards and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, yeah, that's like Freaking a Randy Moss. stupid. Yeah, that's yeah. a Randy Moss stat line. Um, yeah. All right, Drake, second, second baller. baller. Travis Kelsey, four touchdowns. Uh, Sam? Dallas defense. Touchdown, interception, two fumble recoveries, 10 points allowed in a block. Man, some defense getting some love. I yeah, love it. Uh, that Dallas defense is a lot better than I thought it was going to be this year, to be honest. Yes, Drake, I, I agree with you. Travis Kelsey was my second baller. Um, the, for, for the people that, like, anytime Travis Kelsey has a game like this and they always say greatest tight end of all time, 
Travis yeah. Kelsey's not a tight end. Like, tight ends have to be able to block. That dude is as good at blocking as the queen is. Like, yep. it, that dude blows at blocking. Heck of a slot receiver. Yep. Heck of a slot receiver. Uh, Drake, third third baller. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. from 49ers. Okay, so, yeah, that's yeah, a good one. He's good. 120 yeah. yards and a touchdown. Yes, I, I like that one. My guy is my waiver wire pickup from this last week, Taysom Hill. <laughs> God, I I can't believe he was on. He nobody had him. You I'm know, Sean Payton was was watching that game and, and just he was smiling, just like whacking it. Yeah, or yeah, Dude, smiling. Yeah, that's he's it. such a he's such a TD vulture from Camara, but I got both of them. But yeah, he had four touchdowns this week. I don't know how many yards he had, but well over a hundred something yards yes. rushing and everything like that. So uh, that's I, I I mean he kept he won them that game. He he fought off Geno Geno Smith and Taysom Hill giving blow giving blows. He is he he's Balls. just an he's just an athlete. Like yeah. Taysom Hill is literally like he is the he is that guy like on Rivals or you know one of those websites that like in high school it just has athlete beside his name. Like yeah. doesn't have a position, just has athlete. I mean Drake like we can relate like Alex Lyon like from high school. It was just like. Yeah, he's just an athlete. Like he he can like pick up a ball and like do anything. Shout out to Alex Lyon, he's a listener. Um my third baller is Justin Jefferson. That dude, yeah, he, he's, he's the best. Good. Okay, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. He is. He's he's surpassed Devontae Adams and it sucks cuz I love Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, Adams going to the Raiders. He did yes, himself. Yes, it's oh, it, but he's still doing good, but he only catches the ball like three times a game because his quarterback blows. Yeah. Um Drake, we can't we can't hear what you're saying. You're I think you're on a lag. Like he's saying something about Cooper He's saying something about Cooper Cup, probably. No, no, I was gonna say breaking news while we're on the pod. I know it's not breaking news for our listeners. Breaking but news. bottom of the night, Asher's just won. Routed a seven-run comeback, Who eight cares? to seven. Gross. Mariners. Okay, okay. Let's baseball oh talk before we get to the bombs. I'm uh, getting off. No, 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 no. Jacob Degrom. I really wanted needs, the Mariners. Somebody no. needs to save Jacob Degrom. I don't know. And who I, that is. I've seen, I've seen his name linked to the to the Braves. That would be sick. I don't care about the Braves, but that would be sick if he went to the Braves. Uh, the Red Sox need some starting pitching. That would be awesome. Can't afford him, but. Uh, Sam, you don't know who Drake Jacob Degrom is. Dude, What's your problem? Know baseball. What Sam, do you think Jacob this is? Degrom is is arguably like the best pitcher of our generation. Never heard of her. I don't even think that that it's arguable. Like you could say Justin Verlander, I guess, just because he's won. What about like, Kershaw? No, no, dude, Kershaw. No, no, he's just on a stack team. He spoken is good. Like, sp- spoken like a true Red Sox fan. He he's good. He he is good. But um, no, he's he's benefited from like amazing teams that that's been around him. He sucked in the playoffs. Go look at his playoff stats, uh, no, Sam. I, I he blows in the playoffs. But I Jacob DeGrom, dude, that dude is a generational talent. He needs to be saved from the New York Mets. That's our baseball talk. Getting to bombs. Uh I'll go first. Carson Wentz. Uh yeah, that's what I don't care wet. if he threw for 350 yards. That dude sucks. If you actually watch the game, he threw a couple of long passes, and that's where he got his yards from. Everything else was trash, and then he lost him the game at the end. Uh, Drake, who's your number one bum? Whoever keeps putting the Broncos on prime time. <laughs> hey, you got him again Monday night. <laughs> yep. But I'm going, get, with, I'm the going to run. with the Bears, isn't it? No, like Bear, Bears and Washington is Thursday. Chargers and that's right. the Broncos are Monday. Ugh. The Chargers will make that game interesting. They'll they'll screw something they'll up screw to make it, it exciting. Right. Yeah. Uh, I got TJ Hawkinson. One that, catch, yeah. for, one catch, six yeah. yards. Yeah, 
I, I like him though. His hair is. I sick. do. I do too. And he's he's a not as good Gronk, like because he can catch. He's better than and, Gronk, and he can block really, really well. Better than yeah, Gronk. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> my second bomb is Carson Wentz again. Nothing <laughs> needs to be said. Uh, Are you serious, Drake, Drake? Who's your second bomb? Uh, NFL referee is just roughing the passenger ship. Is dude, it, absolutely, it's insane. It is so so bad. Uh, my my next one. Is there's so many good options? Yeah, Say Carson took... Wentz. Say Carson Wentz. No, Najee Harris. He's fat and slow. He just is. He's, he's, he's not as he's 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 like he's good. He's mid. That's what he now, is. He's mid. Well, the Steelers' offensive line blows chunks too. But Najee looks fat and slow. He really does. Uh, my third bum is Carson. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's Russell Wilson because that, that was going to be my last one. I, yeah. Dude, he just he just sucks. He's he's so bad. He's so corny. Like I hate the videos. I hate like the theatrics of him before the game. I hate the theatrics of him in training camp, like giving high fives to imaginary people. Like I, I don't want to see Russell Wilson on my TV ever again. After Thursday night football, any game that's in prime time, I'm obviously going to watch, but I'm going to watch it for a quarter and then get sick of it and turn it off. Drake, who's your last bum? My last bum is Devontae Adams. The tripod guy didn't make you lose. The tripod guy didn't make you okay. leave Aaron Rodgers for Derek Carr. Okay, but like, but did y'all see that that thing that uh, like it came out like three or four hours ago that that dude is filing a police report with the Kansas City police? Yeah. That is soft, dude. Good. That is good. That, no, I want some money. I want some, you guys shove me. Are I you want some kidding money? me, Drake? You would follow a police report because a professional Bro, athlete I would just roll, lost a game. I would roll in the courthouse in a wheelchair. I would make <laughs> brace. Be Paul Pierce. You'd be Paul Pierce yes. in the first game of the 2007 NBA Finals. I wouldn't even stood up. I'd have grabbed my neck and shit and started screaming. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's uh, let's move into power rankings one through five. I assume that we want to go one at a time. Who's the number one team in the NFL? Bills. Eagles. 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 They're the only no. undefeated team. Got to give it to them. Number two is the Bills. And Drake, Bills. I assume, yeah. Okay, Chiefs. same two. Chiefs. I, How do you not have the Eagles in Because I, I, I think the Bills or Chiefs beat them. I just I can't pay I can't pay. I, no, I, but you can't you can't play like the hypothetical scenarios. I can. Oh, if if they were to play this team, then, I then like I think that they would beat them. I think they're the third best team in the NFL. I got Eagles third. I imagine y'all got Chiefs third. If my aunt had a penis, had, she'd be my uncle. Boom! It, yes, exactly, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I have the Chiefs as three. Drake, do you have the Chiefs as Chiefs. three as well? Yeah. All right. Uh, Packers at four? Question mark. No, no, they lost the Giants. Give me the but, Giants at four. But, yeah, I was about to say, but the Giants are kind of good. Give me no, the Giants at four. No, no, Give me uh, okay, the can, Niners at four. Can, can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? How far, because of who the quarterback is, Brian Dayball is awesome. Like, he's everything that we said. Can that, we not talk about be. the Giants? Can we not talk no, no, about no, the Giants? No, 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 just for a second. How high is their ceiling? Eight and eight. There's no way. <laughs> they've already won four games. Eight and nine. Sorry, I forgot there's 17 games. They've already won four games. Dude, it's the Giants. They're more than capable of going freaking four and eight on down the stretch. The same old Giants, baby. Oh Drake, what what do you think their ceiling is? Do not say so ten wins. Four and one. Do not say ten wins. I will. I will get off this. Pod the, Sam, I mean, so the wise... gonna be, I mean, have they played the Commanders already? I I don't know. That okay, that's two so guaranteed wins. There's right two there. guaranteed. Um. 
They got to play the Rams. They're going to beat the Rams. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say nine to ten. I think, I think so. I think they're ceiling. Dude, they going, literally have to only get five or six more wins. Like right, exactly. Like their ceiling is they're almost 10 halfway wins. there. Yes, yeah. their ceiling is ten wins. Like that's what it is, and that is crazy to say because Daniel Jones is their quarterback, and he still sucks, dude. I don't Eight, know. If nine. He, like they're just running him. Like they're obviously letting him throw the ball a little bit, but they're just, because he is fast, and he's like they don't a, care if he get hurt. They don't care yes, if he gets they hurt. Don't, they don't. They're just like ah, yeah. If anything happens, it doesn't matter because we're just going to draft a quarterback or like sign somebody next year. Like it Dilfer has a Super Bowl, so. I mean, let's be real here. Ceiling Super Bowl. Is, All right. For, oh per God. Drake Downs on Sideline Spectator, the ceiling for Je- Daniel Jones is Super Bowl win. Super Bowl or bust. Super Bowl or bust for Daniel Jones. All right. Uh, who's number five? Who is number five? Who'd y'all have at four? You had I Packers. Packers? I had Packers. Did you had actually have Giants, Drake? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I got, Ra- playing, I got, I got Ravens. Ravens at five. Wait, who's who is your four? Niners. Okay, 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 got it, got it. Wow, you're not gonna put okay. Uh, my five. No, I'm, not, is, I'm not putting the Chargers there. What no, are you, are no, you no, 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 no. Your other team. You I'm, even... I'm, I'm putting the Vikings at five. Oh, they're, they're four and one, aren't they? Yeah. I I I retract. I forgot about the Vikings. Go Vikings. Skull. <laughs> Drake, who's your number five? I got two number fives. Nope. Nope. Choose. I do because no, 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 no. Just because, just because the defense. I think Cowboys are number five. Whoa! No, their defense. Their is defense insane. is legit. It, yeah, it is legit. The Rams stink. So take that with a grain of salt. I'm just looking at that pass rush, man. If they got the Eagles this week. We'll see what they dude, are. Dude, that the defense Eagles. is so good that Cooper Rush is five and zero, oh, and Cooper Rush is like throwing for ninety pass yards as winning. He's like the Cowboys than Dak, are. So. Cowboys have what it takes. To be really good, they just need a quarterback, I guess. He's better than Dak. I'll die on the field. Cooper Rush is everything that we wanted Carson Wentz to be. That's what Cooper Rush is. Anyways. Cooper Rush, Jimmy Garoppolo, Spider-Man meme. Spider-Man meme. Well, no, I mean, Cooper Rush is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Chase Daniel, Jimmy Garoppolo, Cooper Rush. I would say Chase Daniel. Chase, Chase Daniel. I came to Chargers game to see Chase Daniel. Chase, Chase Daniel, Brian Hoyer, Spider Man, man. Both those dudes have gotten paid from other teams because Chase, other Chase teams, Daniel is actually other, won other games. Teams, uh, one in six in his last. I'm sure Brian Hoyer starts. Yeah, I'm sure Brian Hoyer's won like two games at least in his NFL career. Blaine Gabbert from the ceiling. Boom, Blaine Gabbert. Yes, uh, Matt Castle. Boom, Spider Man, man. Who's um, that one dude that played till he's like forty for like the Eagles and the Jets back and forth? Brett Favre. No, what was his name? Blonde guy. McCown. Yeah, Josh. Josh McCown. Yes, I love that guy. Ratio. Um, <laughs> L. Uh, okay. Parlay to poverty to end it out. Uh, Sam locks of the week. What? What are your top three bets? Is it bad to tell everybody that I've retired? No, I'm just I'm cu- I'm cutting my losses and taking. Uh, He's a coward. I am a coward. I am actually taking a break, but I do have some bets for you people who love to lose money like I do. Um, here, here, let me put them up. All righty. I'm not touching the Thursday night game because that's going to be Heck terrible. No. Jacksonville, no. Jacksonville money line this weekend. Colts, oh, that's what's good. Colts stinking. Colts stink against the Jags. Yes. Colts stink in general. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Cincinnati minus uh one and a half coming off a loss against the Saints. 
Uh, Joe Burrow back in Louisiana at New Orleans. Uh, I think that's a good. I think that's a good. Uh, that's a good. That's a good bet right there. And then Patriots money line. Holy smokes! The Plus two that I had, the two that I had down, because I always do a second for a backup. You took both of mine. Mine was Jags money line, and then Patriots money line. Suck it, Drake. Who? While I'm trying to find another one, uh, Drake. Who? What are your top bets for this weekend? And he's on. It's actually once like. Again. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. you're good. Uh, I think the Colts is. I'm gonna fade like Vegas. That's a trap when they want you to take the Jags. So I'm gonna go Colts. Alternate spread minus two and a half because they're Look minus two. Look at that, right Drake, Drake Downs going the d- game within the game right there. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, 49ers minus five and a half. I kind of like that one. Um, let's see. You gotta love the pick them though for Thursday night. Commanders Bears. It's no, like I don't. that mean. No, I hate no, that. I, don't. I hate it. Yeah, <sighs> it's a pick'em, dude. Even money, I'm sure. Um, I take the Commanders. I think the Commanders beat the Bears. And then let's see, I uh, like Panthers plus ten and a half against was, the Rams. Yep. Yeah, but I was looking at that one. We're getting way too much respect. I mean, I understand we came off Super Bowl, but we are not that good of a team. And like, um, all, don't all those like always? I feel like whenever a team fires their head coach, they always play better the next week. Yeah, like just yeah. because they're just like we got nothing to lose, like we're just gonna play free. And then I freaking I'm all over Cowboys plus five against Philly. I think that one's gonna be a tight game. I think Sam is still with us. He's just going to take a potty break. But mine, because I only do one a week. Boys, I mean, why would we not Drake? Because we're obviously G-men on this podcast, me and you. Uh, we we got to take we got to take the Giants plus five. I don't know if they'll win the game against the Ravens like straight up, but I mean we're getting Giants five find points. a way to win that game. Giants we're, find a way to win that game. That freaking yeah. Ravens not, defense is atrocious. Yeah, I mean what like you don't t- trust Daniel Jones in that situation? <laughs> I do. I would t- trust Daniel Jones. I, I'm telling you, I think the Giants find a way to win that game. Yeah, I mean, actually, why not go money line because it's it's plus one ninety, so you get pretty uh, you get a pretty good payout. Because because the plus five is obviously like it's minus one ten, but I if think you're actually do the if, plus to get for like even money, so like plus four and a right. half, like even money or something. But if you're if you're feeling balls, if if you got you know fifty extra bucks in your DraftKings or FanDuel account, you know, I mean, why not go ahead and just toss it on the Giants, you know, money line, and just see what happens. Just see just what happens, happens, right? right. Um. Okay, yeah, Drake. Do you have anything else to uh to end us out on besides the fact that Brandon Staley's a nerd and Sam's a coward? Um. No, I think we hit them all. At all points, Sam sucks. I'll double down on that. Did we say that? Yeah, I bet he's. Sucks. I bet he's taking a dump or something because he he hasn't even like chimed in on this. We we know that we're in his ear, like he knows that that you know he can still hear us because he has one of those uh, portable headphone things, like because he plays uh, Xbox while we're recording the podcast. So he like, every doubles time, up. yes, or he's tweeting some nonsense. He's yeah, a thousand percent. I think um, Josh Hupel like sneezed and then Sam wants him fired. Um, yeah, big game for uh, for UT this weekend for sure. We'll see. Uh, we'll What's the see spread on that? Actually. Has that came out yet? Oh, I'm sure it has. Let's see. I think it's going to be a tight one. 
Alabama's going to be 10-point favorite. Watch this. It's a three o'clock game of the week. It Alabama is a seven, seven and, and a half. half. I like. I'm taking Bama so, minus seven and a half, baby. You really think so? <laughs> yeah. You think you in Tennessee? Me? Why not? Why not? No, I hope UT wins. But I mean, just going off of history, why would you not take Bama minus seven and a half? Because Bryce, I watched okay, if, Tennessee's if, defense on right. Saturday. If Bryce Young plays though. If he plays and he's healthy, like why would you not take seven and a half? If he doesn't play, obviously it's UT's game to lose. I think. Uh, if he plays, if they announce he plays, I think that goes up to ten and a half. Um. Oh, I just saw where Sam messaged us and said that uh that dinner's ready that he had to go. So I, I still don't I don't retract saying that he's a coward because he is. Um. But all right, that'll uh that'll do it for this episode, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. See you.